Ozone. Welcome to the Ozone Podcast, presented by ViStar Credit Union, with Jaguar's senior writer, John Osher. All right, welcome to this week's Ozone Podcast, uh, presented by ViStar, and I'm excited about this week's guest because it's a guy who has been around the NFL a long time. He has, to me, a very uh, unique and obviously an important role on this coaching staff. It's Jaguar's quarterbacks coach, Mike McCoy. And Mike, I appreciate you joining us today. Thanks for having me. Uh, the first question, as I'm preparing for this, I, I kept going back to why now? You've been out of the league for a couple of years. Uh, you obviously have a wealth of experience in the league. Probably could have gone in, uh, to different places. Why here? Why now? Why the Jaguars? Well, first of all, I'd like to say is the last couple of years, um, I wouldn't trade for anything. I mean, this is kind of a little shout out to my wife and my kids is that, you know, as a football coach, mm-hmm. there's a huge commitment to the organization, to your team, to your players, to the fans, and you miss a lot of things with your family. You know, the weekends, being on the road, traveling, um, you know, getting ready for the draft. There's so many things that happen during the year, especially as a head coach, mm-hmm. I've missed so many things. And the past couple of years of time I've spent with my family. I mean, I've got a Hall of Fame wife in Kelly. She's the best. You know, I've been very successful in this business, and I couldn't have done it without her. Um, and then my kids, Liv, who's a, a senior at University of Arizona. My son's a sophomore in college and living in San Diego. Um, to be able to do the things with them, um, you know, the dad's weekend at Arizona, mm-hmm. all the things I've done with Luke, um, it's just been – I've had a time in my life doing that with them. But as each year's gone on, and they know this um, – I've got a little antsy each year. The first year was easy. Then the next year was kind of like, hey, we got to get back into it. And then, you know, an opportunity like this came up, um, having known Doug for a long time um, and the type of coach he is, um, the type of leader he is, to be able to work for somebody like that uh, was a great opportunity to come in. And, um, you know, to see an organization that has a quarterback like Trevor, Mm -hmm. the opportunity to work with someone who's so talented as he is young in his career, uh, it was just a great opportunity to work with good people. Um, and Doug's done a great job of putting a great staff together. So we've enjoyed our short amount of time we've been together so far. I want to assume that that uh, is a conversation you've had with Doug, who sort of had the same opportunity last year to be away from it for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been around a lot of coaches, and there are coaches who get into it at 20 and uh, retire at 65 and never have that opportunity. So that's pretty unique. Uh, both of you guys are coming off of that. Yeah, you know, you you always want to, um, you know, take the right job. Mm-hmm. When you look at certain things, you look at it, don't just take any job, take the right job. And when Doug first called me, um, you know, and, and talked to me about possibly joining him this year, mm-hmm. you know, I was so excited to be able to get back to work with someone like Doug, um, someone like I've mentioned before, I've known for a while. Um, he's been very successful, uh, both, you know, won Super Bowls as a player and as a coach, the type of person he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew it was just a great opportunity that I couldn't pass up. How does, uh, you know, having been a head coach, you see things almost from above sometimes that you don't see as an assistant. Mm-hmm. Um, how would that shape you as a coach in general, and then how will it help you in the position of uh, quarterback coach? Well, I was very fortunate when I was the head coach in San Diego that I had Ken Wisenhunt on my staff, a former head coach. Um, there's so many things that come across your desk when you are the head coach that you know you always want to run some things by at times for other people had experience mm-hmm. of being a head coach and not everyone's done that so th- things come up so if there's ever anything I could do to help 
anybody in the organization with anything. With my experience, uh, I think I'd be a great asset to the organization. And I think throughout all the years that I've coached in different roles, from the quality control days, quarterback days in Carolina, to the coordinator days, to head coaching days, I've done a little bit of everything. Sure. So um, I've seen the good and the bad. One, a lot, you know, there's been a lot of great seasons. There's been some tough seasons. Mm-hmm. Been part of, you know, some season you kind of start looking around going you know what is going on how do we change these things and then the rewards of turning organizations around um so i've you know i've been very fortunate to be around some great players and some great coaches and to learn i think you take we all kind of look back over your career and you take a little bit from each person you've been around both players Mm -hmm. and coaches and figure out in today's position you know how can i be the best coach for the jacksonville jaguars and help this team be great how did wiz and hunt uh help you the most well, there's a certain thing, you know, you become a head coach for the first time and you think you have this great plan and then all of a sudden <laughs> something comes across your desk and you're like, wait, hold on a second. Or then you play uh, a game, right? Yeah, it, well, yeah, we haven't even played any games yet and all these things are coming across my, I've got to answer this question. You know, isn't the PR department supposed to take care of that? Mm-hmm. No. Well, you're the head coach. You need to help us on this. Or, uh, you know, you look in, um, when you're feeding the players, mm-hmm. certain issues come up with the food. The players come around and say, hey, can we get this? Can we get that? And you know, okay, well, I'm the head football coach, and you got to do. It. There's so many other things that come up, yeah. so it's just great to have somebody on your staff that's been there, done that, um, and because you're always looking, you know, what what is best for the football team. Mm-hmm. You know, how can we help these players be successful? And that's the number one thing. What makes uh, Doug a, such a good head coach? And my theory is everything I've heard about him is that his relationships with people and his ability mm-hmm. on that front is really high end. Uh, uh, do you agree? And what else do you like about him as head coach? Well, I think you're exactly right. You know, he's a people person. You know, he's right. he's the head coach, but he truly cares about each and every one of us in this organization. Mm-hmm. You know, you see him talking to everyone throughout the organization as you walk walk around here. Um, the relationship he's going to build with the players. Mm-hmm. You know, he played for a long time, so I think as a head coach and being a former player, when you've been in their shoes. And you understand what it takes to be successful. Like I mentioned earlier about him winning a Super Bowl in Green Bay um, and the career he had in his role. And uh, it's a people business. And I, I think the players, you know, you got to let them know that you truly care about them as a person and not just as a football player. And I think that's what uh, we're going to do here. You know, we're going to get to know our players. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going we're gonna to work our tails off, but we're going to have a good time doing it. And we, and we care about these guys. His franchise in the last couple of years has been through a lot of transition. Uh, so there's been a lot of new regimes come in. It struck me a second ago when you were talking about this one that you like the makeup of this staff. You like what's mm-hmm. going on. Uh, what do you like best about it, and what do you think is going to define uh, – maybe you just mentioned it, the fact that you're all people, people, and, and that you're trying to build a good culture. But what do you like about the environment that you're feeling being built right now, I guess is what I'm getting at. Well, I think one of the first messages we had um, when we first met as a staff is, hey, we're all in this together. Mm-hmm. You know, I want everybody, you know, we, the first offensive meeting, we talked about, you know, how everybody's going to have their input. Mm-hmm. We're, we're building our offense. This is, our, you know, it's our football team. It's not just one. This is, we all represent the Jacksonville Jaguars. So we're going to put this thing together. Um, we want everyone's opinions. And then, you know, the, you asked me earlier about how my experience in the past is going to help is that I understand that, hey, listen, you know, people have certain roles mm-hmm. 
Um, and when they want to bounce certain things off me, it's, it's easy for me to say, hey, this is, this is our role as a position coach. There's coordinators. There's head coaches. There's people in the personnel department. Everyone has a role to do, and, uh, but everyone wants to be open and you know, express your opinions on how to do things when question, at the right time, when questions are asked. And I think there's been great communication on what our goals are and how we're going to work on a daily basis here. Can you be there in the same fashion for Press as well, Press Taylor, offensive coordinator? I assume so. No doubt. You know, um, I've had great experience as a coordinator, and my last couple, you know, we, we struggled as an offense. Mm-hmm. And, and why? And, you know, how could you do things differently? What would you do different? And there's a lot of good things that I've learned from both the good and the bad. And so there's a number of different ways of, uh, you know, he's done a great job of leading this offense up to this point in time. And uh, he's got a bright future ahead of him. Um, as the coordinator so it's been a lot of fun um, and we've had a good time in the meeting so far putting this thing together is this you know and it's always so tough when you talk about schemes because uh, so much is drawn from everywhere in the NFL these days but Mm -hmm. do you is this scheme uh, meaning Doug Peterson's scheme is this something that you've run before worked with before are you coming into it new how does that work well, I think really Probably varying you, degrees. I get that. Well, yeah. When you look at football, I, I think everybody there's a lot of similarities, you know, to certain systems, and you know, you call things a certain way. Mm-hmm. You have different protection rules. You know, what what is your philosophy going to be, and right. how you're going to protect certain plays, um, and then you know, the terminal. You know, you're going to have a curl flout com- combination. We're going to call it something. Uh, you're always going to teach players how to read it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it becomes, I think, the great thing about the system that Doug's run and what we're trying to implement here is that it's going to be very player-friendly. It's going to mm-hmm. be flexible. We're going to try to take advantage and do what our players do best. And it's going to change from week to week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, But we're still building that. So right. you know, we're in the early stages of putting this all together. The players have only been in here a couple days. Sure. Um, we haven't been on the field with them at all. So you're going to learn over time as we get in the off-season program. As you, when, once you go out there for that voluntary camp, you get in the phase two part of things. We're going to learn what our players do best. Okay. Um, and then, you know, come training camp, you start picking it up a little bit. You get into the preseason games. And as you go, um, you look at certain things. They say, this may not be us. This may be something that we've done somewhere else that was very successful for these guys in Philly. But it's not what we do, mm-hmm. and you know. It, or you look at the quarterback. You always want to look at your quarterback first and say, you know, what are Trevor's strengths? You know, how do we want to build this thing around Trevor, and figure out, okay, who do we have surrounding him? You know, um, the guys up front. You know, the the run game we're going to install here. What do we do best? And it's all about players, right? So we're going to be very flexible and adjust from week to week. Um, not only with our team and our offense, but who are we playing? What are their strengths? Mm-hmm. You know, what are their weaknesses? We're going to attack those things, and uh, you know, we got a long ways to go. Is the build uh, the building process is fascinating because it's fans see it on the field, but they never get a chance to see what you guys do in a room. Is the building of an offense just as simple as you get five or six offensive coaches in a room and you start putting stuff on a whiteboard, or is that and then taking things off that you don't like? Well, I, I think. Um, it comes down to number one, organiza- or offensively, what is our philosophy going to be? Gotcha. And I think um, Doug and Press have probably had a number of conversations over the years mm-hmm. um, and having worked together of what this offense was like in Philly. Gotcha. And then I think every year um, you look at things at the end of the year, and obviously Doug was out last year, mm-hmm. so he had plenty of time to look at what he had done in the past, whether regardless of where you've been. Um, and as you watch 
the league change from year to year? You kind of say, okay, how can I take this from certain organizations and implement it in our system? And it's hard to have time to do that when you're going to the next season. Yeah, and I think that's one thing. When I look back the past couple of years to be able to really look um, at a number of teams and study sure. certain teams and follow you know certain coaches that I've worked with or that worked for me when they've moved on. Someone like Frank Reich, what did he do right. when he went to Indy? How did he kind of change or what additions did he make to our system that we had built over the time we were together, I think that's what kind of you. Do, every team does every year. You kind of look at it. Okay, here's the foundation. This is who we want to be, and then you look at okay through free agency, through the draft. Okay, do you still have that personnel to fit the mm-hmm. scheme you want to run? And then, you know, what type of players do you have, and what new wrinkles do you take from other places, or right. some things that hey you've always had in your system, but maybe you look at it from last year and say, God, we didn't run enough of this. So I think it's always evolving. You're always looking to say, okay. What is best for our team today? In listening to you just now, it struck me that you may have taken some family time, but you took some Sunday time too. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, you learned that. I mean, there was a couple. I mean, even when I was still coaching, um, those car rides home. Right. You know, now it became. You know, I, I thought I was watching Sports Center. You know, my wife, the comment she would make, or my kids, a certain thing. You know, my son would say, "Hey, Dad, why did you run this?" And that's. It's like, oh boy, I'm in trouble now. If, <laughs> if my wife, my son, my daughter, and now my daughter was, she was, hey, she didn't say a whole lot. She was always like, hey, great job. Right. She's very positive about everything. And hey, you'll do better next week. Or hey, great game, you know. Uh, but, you know, then. But she had a screen name on Twitter. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, possibly. You know, hey, I don't know anything about that. I'm the one person. Uh, you know, I don't know how to, a lot about social media. So good for you. I'm, I'm learning, though. I'm learning. The. Uh, Obviously, we'll finish up talking a little bit about the quarterback, as, as everybody mm-hmm. wants to know about. Uh, you mentioned him early. Just uh, give me your first impressions, or maybe what were your impressions about Trevor Lawrence before you started studying him up close? Well, a, a very talented player who had a ton of success, had a great college career. Um, and I think if you look at his rookie season, uh, typical of a lot of young players, mm-hmm. not just quarterbacks, but anyone. There's the ups and downs. But I think um, our football team, our organization um, – Trevor individually, we're all going to benefit from it moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, the experience and what he went through his rookie season um, is only going to help him for his future, both good and bad. Um, there's a lot of good things on film that you watch and the things that he did well last year, and then there's the mistakes that he made. Um, and I think you know we've had a lot of great conversations you know, early on, the short amount of time we've been together mm-hmm. on, you know, learn from it. Right. I mean, learn from all that experience is – um, there's a lot of great players that struggled earlier in their career, and it's a matter of moving forward. How do you take advantage of those things and um, just learn from it? And you know, you're going to have young players come in. The draft's coming up here in a couple of weeks. Uh, there's going to be young players we're going to bring in. How do you help those guys as being the leader of this organization? Of how do you help the young guys? They're, there's going to be they're going to struggle at some point in time. How can you? How can they benefit when you sit down at lunch one day and talk to them about? Hey, you know what? You know, as a rookie last year, you know, I had a rough patch. Mm-hmm. And here's how I got through it. And here's how it's helped me this year. So there's a lot to learn from it. What have your first conversations with him uh, been like? Any, uh, you may have just covered, but any first impressions? Anything that you said, okay, this is a kid we can clearly build around? Uh, I guess what I'm getting at is uh, last year, um, he made it through some tough situations with remarkable poise. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I guess remarkable leadership uh, didn't seem to break him, and it seems like you're talking to a player that you get that same impression from. I think anytime you take a job, you look at 
the organizational structure, great leadership like we have here mm-hmm. um, with Mr. Khan all the way down. You look at the players. You look at, obviously, do you have that quarterback right. that you think is a franchise quarterback that could be special? And we have a quarterback that could be special. Gotcha. Um, he's got a lot of work ahead of him. He understands that. We understand that. Um, there's a reason why he was picked as high as he was last year and where he went. Uh, he's got a very bright future. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the thing I do, you ask me about what I like about him, I love his attitude and his approach to everything. Right. You know, he's he's learned from last year. And I think his, he asked great questions in the couple meetings we've had so far. Uh, it means something to him. Uh, he understands his role in the organization. So it's an exciting time for everybody, for our fans, for all of us as coaches. Mm-hmm. You know, what Trent and Doug have done, um, the commitment ownership has taken to the free agency and what we've done moving forward, it's an exciting time. And the draft coming up and where we're at. So we're all really excited uh, not just to work with Trevor but to work with this entire football team. You've been a quarterback coach and a coordinator before and a head coach, obviously. Uh, In terms of the relationship with a quarterback, what's different between an OC and a quarterback coach? Put that into words a little bit. Well, really, I miss um, being in the room, and that's one of the things when I, you know, last couple of years when I really think about what do I want to do next and the opportunity just to get back in the quarterback room. I was very fortunate back in 2000 uh, to be with Steve Berline. Got sure. And, Former you know, Jaguar Steve Berline, yes, by the way. Yes, you know, what a great, not only a good football player, but a better good person. Yeah. Uh, be able to work with him. Then I had Rodney Pete and some others, um, you know, and then I was fortunate to work with Jake DeLome from 2003 to 2008, and to this day, I still vacation with Jake. He's one of my best friends. Um, Him and his wife, Carrie, their kids are great people. And so we had such a great time in Carolina just being in the quarterback room every day. Mm -hmm. And then when I got to Denver, you know, you weren't – I was became a coordinator. And, I, you know, you were in the room, but as a coordinator, as a head coach, you have different roles. And you're not – it's not just the quarterbacks. And so – being able to get back in that room and saying, you know, I'm coaching the quarterbacks. I'm excited just to be in there every single day, um, you know, organize the meetings and doing all those things. And I was very fortunate also, though, when I was the coordinator, the head coach, to have great people underneath me mm-hmm. to where they were in that room, they were running that room. Um, but it's just going to be – I'm really looking forward to just getting in the meetings, working with those quarterbacks, um, getting them better, doing all the drill works with them. You know, getting setting those bags out there, and you know, mm-hmm. talking through all the progressions with them, and just day to day working with the quarterbacks um, that are on our roster. Really looking forward to getting in the meeting room with them and getting to know them and having a good time. You had to come back, didn't you? Oh yeah, it I mean, was just a matter of time. I can kind and, of feel it. It just yes. feels like you're back at the right time. Yeah, and, and you know, you always look at it. someone along told me, "Don't just take any job; take the right job." Mm-hmm. And you know, once I got that phone call from Doug couple months back of just saying okay hey this this is an opportunity i might have uh would you be willing to possibly join us out you know you and you know i've been chomping at the bit to get back in it's just a matter of getting into the right place with the right people i think it's it's critical to be around good people this is a people business you want to work with good people so uh i I couldn't tell you enough how excited i am and for my family to be here and to work for the jacksonville jaguars and the people that are in this building um, you know, for the short amount of time I've been here, I love it. Gotcha. You know, it's a great opportunity for my family and I to work for a great organization and uh, to work with a good football team and some great coaches and 
to help Trevor and the rest of the organization do great things here. And I think our fans should be extremely excited for the future of our organization. Mike, I can't thank you enough for taking time. I know you have draft preparation and offense preparation going on. So it means a lot for you to join the Ozone Podcast. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Greatly appreciate it.